We need to put some holdo maneuvers. Hello again, welcome back to another episode of the Hold the Maneuver podcast. This is episode 59 of the show. And this week we have joining or rejoining us again is Bonnie Marie Williams, who joined us for our our epic mega cast for the Ted Lasso. Mega cast. Yeah. The chaos that that was. So welcome back, Bonnie. <laughs> Hi, thanks. I'm happy to be back. Yeah. It feels like uh, so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> What was, was it? it? March. It was, it was like June, I think. I don't know. It was, it was a whole strike ago. Yeah. It was. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, 118 lo- days. Yeah, it looks like the the Screen Actors Guild strike is uh, finally over today after 118, 119 days. 118. Who's so, Yes. Very exciting. Fran posted yeah. it. We're just waiting on official confirmation, but Fran posted it, so I'm gonna go with that for now. But. Anxiety says just wait, but I still want to be excited. Yeah, we we in in the nanny we trust. Uh, but yeah, this uh, this episode is going to be it's kind of our a special series that we're trying out for November. Since November is Thanksgiving month in the United States, uh, we thought of an idea of characters we're thankful for within the Star Wars galaxy. So this episode, we're going to be talking all about Princess Leia and Carrie Fisher, uh, just kind of as a whole. And we thought, who better to have on for this episode? Because we knew Bonnie's favorite character, yes, is <laughs> Princess Leia. For those li- just listening, uh, Bonnie held up a little stuffed uh, Princess Leia. But yeah, so this this episode, that's basically... Not a toy either. It was a stuffed body. It's a stuffy, because yeah, it's in my stuff. booth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Got a big it, it, head and a little body. It helps with sound dampening. Mm-hmm. You can, write that you can do that as a tax write-off. It's, it's That's for... what I do. Don't tell my accountant. Bonnie's accountant, don't listen to this episode of The Whole <laughs> Don't listen to it, Howard. Just turn it off. Nice. Figures Howard is also a duck, Howard. by the way. It's a very accountant name. <laughs> <laughs> I almost spat out my water. <laughs> nice. You think accountant first name is usually Howard. That's just... But Mike, you got you got anything you want to say before we? Oh, I got something this? terrible. I gotta say, it's burning a well, hole in my chest. I gotta get it off. Well, my chest. I mean, besides the normal stuff like that that you have to say, but like. <laughs> oh no! This is top priority. This is okay. Got a question for you, and it's uh, why didn't group therapy work for Princess Leia? Mm. You know, it's, it's not for everyone. Daddy issues would have been a better reason, but she needed to tackle her issues issues solo. Wah, wah, wah. Didn't you have that sound effect? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> trying to take a machine's job, man. He could have. It didn't work. Well, okay. It took a minute. Okay. He beat the machine. You're like Dwight. Beat the computer. Mike Winslow was it? Was that his name? Police Academy. I think so. Yeah. Also in Spaceballs. So bringing it back to Star Wars. Star Wars. Relevance. Hey. Yeah. All around. But yeah, so Princess Leia. She has been in many different things now at this point across Star Wars media. Uh, she, the young version of Leia, showed up most recently in the Obi Wan Kenobi series. 
Uh, we've seen Baby Leia in Revenge of the Sith. Saw Best that count? Yeah, yeah, it counts. Uh, uh, also, in that Padme and Anakin only assumed that they were having one kid that entire time, which I guess hence the name Luke. Although I, I guess I guess like right. their their technology in the future past was very bad as no far as for, for yeah for ultrasounds and stuff now, like that. According to my mother, they didn't have that technology until like the nineties, because she thought I was a girl because there was no ultrasounds in the eighties. They didn't see your lightsaber. Nope, it was hidden. All right. So yeah, and I asked my mom, be like, "How did you know I was a girl?" She said she had a dream and knew I was a girl. So I don't know. That's my mom just said she knew, and then I came out a boy and have been disappointing ever since. Somehow, somehow she always knew. <laughs> and that's why she kissed you like you weren't her brother uh but also leia uh showed up in star wars rebels uh, as a little bit older she she showed up in the force unleashed game that which is now legends technically which i always liked her like how her appearance in that too just gonna go on a quick side tangent here i wish that the force we unleashed haven't started still... a singular line of thought yet. i know I just wish that the Force Unleashed was still technically canon, because I, I really liked how they made the the Rebel Alliance uh, logo that's back there in the back of Mike's screen. Uh, how they worked that in story wise within that game, so that it was uh, the main characters and what were played in it is like his family crest for the the Merrick crest. So by the, like spoiler alert to Force Unleashed game when he dies in that that they use the crest as basically as a way to honor him within it. I liked I liked that reasoning for it. I mean and now it's just I guess that it's kind of like an evolved version of the Phoenix art that Sabine was doing in Rebels. But I, I liked I liked the reasoning from that a little bit more. Um and then obviously we had the I guess next Timeline-wise, version of her would be the the CG space Princess Leia that showed up in in Rogue One, and then obviously Carrie Fisher through the original trilogy, and then Carrie Fisher through te te technically all of the sequel trilogy, but only filmed for the first two films. Mm -hmm. um, but they will do that too, unfortunately. Yes. Unfortunately. For, for all of those appearances, uh, what was I guess? What was you your forgot guys? one? What the holiday special? Oh yes, no, <laughs> I didn't forget, forget that. <laughs> I did not forget that one. It's because the holiday season doesn't start until after Thanksgiving, so it was okay that you didn't mention it right now. <laughs> yeah, she she destroyed it with a, a hammer. Uh, so out out of those, I guess what was for you, Bonnie? What I'm assuming it was the original trilogy, but what was the the first time that you're like, all right, Leia, Leia is my character that I like the most out of all the Star Wars characters? Yeah, I was like four years old, <laughs> <laughs> so I got into it really young. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, this was never confirmed, but I'm pretty sure my dad wanted a boy, and my parents said they were going to stop at one kid. 
because they both had seven brothers and sisters each. So they were like, one is good. And, <laughs> you know, and with that, you know, as, as I'm sure both of you know, this stuff was not cool when we were little. Like if you liked anything nerdy, you would get made fun of severely. Like I know I got a little bit, a little bit. I think, (laughs) you know, it's okay. We talk about it in therapy now. It's fine. But you know, it wasn't cool back when I was little to be a girl that liked comic books and star Wars. And now it's cool, which my dad told me later. He's like, you're welcome. I mean, (laughs) cool. You're welcome. I'm like, yeah, it only took 20 years, but you know, thanks. But My parents got me into Star Wars when I was very young, and I just remember seeing this girl, for lack of, you know, lack of a better term, on screen that had brown hair like I did. Uh, This is not natural blonde. Stop. My watch is talking. (laughs) (laughs) It said brown is good. I'm like, that's cool. Thanks for asking. It was giving you positive affirmations. Yeah. I have Leia on my watch band, which is cool. Um, Great conversation starter. But I was a little girl who saw this tiny girl woman with brown hair telling the boys what to do i was like oh (laughs) oh that's cool and she was you know as carrie fisher said a sass factory and i was as well so it it was that and bell from beauty and the beast which is a topic for another time but those were two major influences on me as a little girl And I remember it was Oscar season at my daycare. My mom kept this. It's, it's with, (laughs) it's with some stuff that she kept of mine in a box from when I was little, but it was Oscar season. And they were asking all the kids, this was like 1992, who they thought was going to win an Oscar. And I said, Carrie Fisher's Princess Leia in Star Wars. And they thought it was so cute, even though it was kind of dumb, but they thought it was really cute and they printed it. And my mom just thought it was the cutest, most endearing thing. She And she's like, sweetheart, she's not going to win this year. And I didn't understand why. <laughs> but uh, that's probably where it started was just seeing some sort of representation on screen. And, you know, a lot of the princesses on in movies when I was little had blonde hair. Now, I know I'm blonde now, but... Um, it's fine. But back when I was little, there wasn't a lot of that. So it was kind of surface level at first, but then I loved the movies for what they were. They were very entertaining. They were very fun. I understood them more as I got older, but I loved how brave she was and how she was in there saving herself, saving the boys. To me, it was just like, oh my God, this character's amazing. I want to be her when I grow up. And that's never really left me. So that's, I think, really where it started was being about four years old, just seeing her going in, kicking ass, taking names, and not apologizing for it. Being herself, being brave, being bold, and unapologetically herself. And I love that. I just thought that was so cool. Here, here. How about you, Mike? What did... What, uh, what was like? What was the the first time that you you liked? What are you getting Princess at? <laughs> no, I'm I not remember saying, as a I'm kid not saying Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I remember as a kid holding the cinnamon buns up to my head because of the hairstyle. Like I remember that being a focal point of like something I always remember. Do it did, and I don't like that's my first memory of Princess Leia is doing that. Like, I don't remember the first time I saw Star Wars, but I remember doing that. And I remember winning all the, like, the trivia contests at all the skating events at school instead of playing with people and making friends, being the guy winning all the 
you weren't at the same school as this was like Catholic school. <laughs> this was our Sunday school. We had a skating party. You and I went to different churches. So, and everyone else was off skating, having fun. And I was at the standing there ready to go answer the questions. Still having fun in your own way. But being ridiculed at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> All worked but, out in the end. Yeah. No, He's got the last laugh now. I don't know yet. <laughs> I, time will tell. Mark Hamill is the Joker. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but I just. She's such a pivotal for like without her, there'd be no rebellion. If she did not succeed in A New Hope and getting R2 and C3PO off. Well, where would we be? Like, and she's such a strong lead. She keeps everyone in line. She drags the bus forward, essentially. Like, yeah. without her, we're, like, there'd be no hope. She's a, a new hope, as, a, as a tutorial. Oh, 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 I see what you did there. And then, like, I my daughter has not watched Star Wars yet. I'm not trying to force it upon her. Yeah. Yeah. So, this guy's just making dad jokes all the time. That was unintentional. That's just, well, that, my dad. No, that's it just was oozing out of me right now. It wasn't unintentional. Was. It was apparent. Mm -hmm. ah. I'm going to mute you for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just somehow we got this, you know, those gold bound kids' books. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The golden books or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Little golden. Somehow we have one for Empire Strikes Back. Don't know where it came from. I didn't buy it. Yeah, I think but, they've done all of, all of the movies now. At they this point. they have. I might have them, and I don't have a kid. That's fine. That's all right. The and I, we read that cool. one the other day, and we had to keep turning pages back. And I was like, "Why are we keep going back? Because I want to finish this book. Like, <laughs> it's bedtime. Go to bed. <laughs> like, More Leia. And that's what she wanted to see was Princess Leia. And I was like, now I got to show her a movie. But at the same time, you're four. You won't. I, I want you to pay attention and understand it. But I did. I turned out mostly fine. No, it's my movies and my daughter. Are, she's mm. a little ADD at the moment. You could. There's those forces of destiny. They're like those shorter animated. I tried. That, uh, they're mostly like female centric. So I think a lot of them have Leia and like they have Ray, Hera. I think Jin is in some of them from Rogue One, but there's a lot of them with Leia. Well, as, in terms of length, I've tried the, was that Star Wars kids thing that just came out, the animation one. Oh, that Jedi Adventures. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that went over so well. Turned she's it not off a fan of the High Republic. She's just not. I, I don't know. She's like, I don't like this era. Ed. I want. I want. <laughs> I want original trilogy. Because I, I tried. I tried to have her watch Rebels with me because I haven't watched that. She got bored with that. It just might not be ready yet. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to. I don't want to shove her into it. Like you're going to watch this. It's great because then she won't like it. Sure. Which what you got to do? I got to bring see. balance here. Yeah. What you got to do is just like she just played it when she was a baby, and then she hears the music. I I and it would sing the songs to her, the John Williams score. I would hum them, whistle them, sing them while we were putting her to sleep. Same with Jurassic Park. Because you see, Patrick was brought to a Star Wars convention while he was in the womb still. It's true, he was. So, 
No, I mean, when I was telling him, I was like, your Star Wars fandom began before you even were in the world. You you could hear George Lucas talk. He was in the convention. world. Well, out you know, outside. Grogu <laughs> didn't exist yet to eat him as a yeah. young one. That's true. Uh, yeah. I I think I actually saw Empire Strikes Back first when I was younger because when I watched the, the movies for the first time when I was a kid, I want to say I like I walked out in the living room and my my cousins were like they were you know like the older VHS that had like the half faces on it. It was like Vader was on a new, a new Hope and then mm-hmm. I think it was a Stormtrooper on Empire mm-hmm. and then Yoda on Return of the Jedi. Um, they were watching that like that non-special edition version of empire and i walked out while they were watching that uh, and so that was my first experience was with leia was that version of leia in that movie so i had to eventually go back mm-hmm. and watch a, a new hope um but i remembered i remember i liked uh, kind of going off like what you were saying bonnie and like what you were saying like too like how i thought i liked how she was funny and didn't, like didn't put up with like Han's crap and stuff um and I, I just liked that whole interaction with them in the beginning of, of that movie when I was younger like like the who's scruffy looking um and like her, word her nerf whole, herder yeah that's our word you can't say that <laughs> uh but yeah like that like her whole arc within that second movie in general I think is what like made me get really attached to that character so anybody coming to this podcast think assuming that mike and i were going to say that we like (laughs) princess leia because the return of the jedi no we we are not those kind of dudes maybe they thought that about me you don't know (laughs) if i I think sylvie over here i think that's the one that she liked the most she just she just liked i mean that movie is cool too because she just like you know takes job out mm-hmm. just like strangling that's what death. i remember more than the golden bikini is her strangling him to death yeah which which is now they've, they've like changed the name of that okay that version Do we of need Leia spoiler too. alert after 45 years yeah <laughs> Jabba got got choked out <laughs> but i feel mm-hmm. like if we haven't seen that yet you're just never gonna see it yeah but now, like, how how do we like? I kind of brought it up jokingly, but how how do we feel? I guess like, because George Lucas was kind of writing it as he's going along a little bit with, yeah, with Luke and Leia, with, because that's still something that I think is it's kind of funny when we get to the Return of the Jedi and and Luke tells her that their brother and sister, and she's like, I I I know somehow I've <laughs> always known, and I'm like, wait, what? Then why mm-hmm. did you just kiss him like that? Because sometimes men make us do stupid things. <laughs> Very true. You know? Like get married yeah. to us. We make you guys do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, a, there's an awesome edit, though, where <laughs> there's this video where Leia's telling Han that, that whole thing. Uh, and then it cuts. And then because it's that face of Han where he's like, or it looks like he's like thinking. Yeah, and then it's like the... Ding, ding. He's like, wait, wait, what the hell? (laughs) But yeah, I've always wasn't there to see the kiss, though. He wouldn't. Unless Luke bragged about it. Now, and then a braggart. Between 
the like the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy coming out we had all all these different films that carrie fisher showed up in as well too so uh, this, i know this is about princess leia but I, I would like it to be about carrie fisher too yes i mean she is princess leia so outside of princess leia between that original trilogy and then what she would eventually come back as general leia organa in the sequel trilogy what were some of her your favorite roles that she was in uh, either in tv or movies between those two points so we'll go back to you bonnie first yeah um every cameo ever yeah if i heard she was in it great um and honestly a lot of it really is more than just her on-screen cameos but more so her writing that really I became a big fan of her writing and not just her script doctoring and all of that, but her actual writing. You know, we have postcards from the edge. I loved yeah. that she talked about her family. I loved her stand up. Like she was so funny because she wasn't afraid to laugh at herself. And she said mm -hmm. something like, um, if my life weren't true, then it would, if it weren't true, then it would just, no, if it weren't funny, then it would just be true. And that would be unacceptable. And I love that quote that she said, it's okay to laugh at this stuff. So a lot of it is really her, her comedy, her writing, and her mental health advocacy. Those are three super big things that I loved about her outside of Star Wars. It wasn't just Star Wars for me. That was the catalyst for sure. You know, I mean, I, I loved her in the Blues Brothers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like just like a great small part. But she was hilarious in it and barely said anything. Like, that was a movie I loved when I was little. And so it was cool getting to see her in that. But the more I got older and the more I learned about her and I learned about her family and how she even talks about how it's like this weird Hollywood incestual dynasty and right. goes into a comedy special about it. It's just so good that you have somebody that can say, yeah, I was kind of messed up about a lot of this. Why wouldn't anybody else be? But I mm. find that there is power in the comedy and talking about it and sharing the truth and why this is so freaking funny. And that in and of itself is, is a very powerful thing. It kind of takes away, I know I keep saying powerful, but it's true. If you can laugh at something, and that this doesn't mean everything. And I talk about this in some of the comedy classes that I do, but it doesn't mean we laugh at everything. Right. But if we can laugh at a lot of things there is a lot of power we take back from that situation. And I think she is by far the best example mm -hmm. of that. Um, so I really loved a lot of that and that she talked about mental health and there were not as many celebrities doing that. Or if they did like Brooke Shields, she got, she got a lot of backlash, but Carrie Fisher openly talked about her mental health struggles and mm -hmm. her medication and I think Wasn't that that's buried in like a Prozac or something shape uh -huh. container. Mm -hmm. I mean, not to interrupt. Sorry. No, no, no. But that's, that's exactly it. That's, you know, she talked about how she was doing electroshock therapy and wrote one of her books, uh, shockaholic, I think it was. And she said, you know, I'm writing this stuff out in these memories because if I forget them through this therapy that I'm doing, I want, to have some sort of recollection about them because she's had this, she had this rich, wonderful life and that was not normal by any means. So that's something that means a lot to me. You didn't talk about that. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't talk about that. You didn't take, you didn't talk about, it's like, oh, you're sad. Like, no, I'm depressed. There's a difference. <laughs> like just go outside. Or I was told by right. family members, you don't need that. You have nothing to be depressed about. Like, no, it's sometimes it's just a biological thing. It is nothing that you did. And so now you have a whole generation of people that are our age and younger that are talking about mental health when older gen generations didn't do that. And I think she was a big champion of that. And that gave me the courage to talk about it and to share more about that. And that's something I feel like I owe her. And I met her and I didn't even think to bring that up because it's like, what do you say to this person? <laughs> that was my story at a Star Wars Celebration Anaheim in 2015. I got the tickets two years out because I said, Carrie Fisher is going to be there. I'm going. I don't care what I'm doing in two years. I will be there. I spent like a month's rent in L.A. on that convention and it was worth it. And I waited in four waited in line for four hours to meet her. I said, if I don't do anything else today, this is it. This is, I have been waiting since I was a kid. And like, I'm getting closer to the front. I'm going, what do I say to her? What do I say to her? What, what do I say? And I, you know, I have had family friends that were celebrities. I've worked in PR. I've done all that. But what do you say to Carrie Fisher? And so I'm like, I don't want to be like, I loved you as Princess Leia when I was little and you're my hero. And uh, and I was like, don't cry. Don't cry. Don't be that nerd. Don't be that nerd. Don't cry. Don't like, what do, you, what do you say? So I get to the front and I go, hi. She says, hi. I said, I don't know what to say to you that nobody else has ever said. <sighs> and she looked up from signing my autograph and she went, that's a good place to start. I was like, okay. And then I remembered she sprinkled glitter on people's heads. And so my friend was next to me and I said, hey, I heard that you sprinkle glitter on people. Do you happen to have any? And she said, oh, yeah, let me check my bag. And sitting next to her in her bag was Gary, her dog. And she said, nice. oh, this is my dog, Gary. And I said, hi, Gary. And then she found she's like, oh, I found some glitter. Bring me your head. Come here. And my friend, bring me, Sarah, your, head. Bring me your head. Like You have to. And my friend Sarah was next to me. She's like, me too. And I was like, no, this is my turn. But fine. So she, we both no stuck our heads over and she sprinkled glitter on us. And it was the best day ever. And I think I walked away and I was like, thank you. I love you. And then I turned my back from the table and my friend walked up to see her. And that's when I started crying. I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't cry in front of her. I walked away and I cried and that's okay. So it was one of the best days of my life. And I took a photo with her and Mark Hamill and I gave them all of my money that I was making as a actor working a survival job back then. And it was worth it. Worth yeah, it. it. Was worth it. And it was worth it. I would do it again in a heartbeat. I have to be a little <laughs> bit different now, but I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was one of the best experiences ever. And she took her time with every single person in line. Nice. Mm -hmm. that's, that's always good to hear. Like when you actually like when you, when there actually is a good experience from meeting your hero rather than, the flip side of that yeah yeah uh, like i mean i like that was kind of like the similar experience i had when i like i finally well, like i met kevin smith once in 2010 and it was like very brief but then fast forward to 2019 after i went through like my like weight loss journey and then randomly like ran into him after did you uh, jump out of a car well yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make i'll make this brief because this isn't the kevin smith episode that we did like 20 episodes ago it was i went to a podcast taping that he did for hollywood babylon or was it hollywood babylon i don't it was the one that he does with ralph garman so i think it, that's the one that it was i think it is yeah yeah uh but so like 
I went to the the friend. I went to the show with my friend Mark with a K. Uh, so it was Mark and Mark at that show. Uh, and we were leaving, and I noticed people like standing on the side of the, the building where the com like the podcast recording was. I was like, oh, those were those those dudes that were kind of like waiting for the show. And then we were like, oh, look, that looks like uh, Ralph Garman right there. I was like, all right. And then I was like, oh, that's Kevin. So then like there's all this construction going on. So like if people have ever seen the picture. Um, you can see like all like the construction cones and everything behind us in the photo. Um, and you can actually, if you look in the background, you can see my friend Mark standing in the doorway of his car, standing there in the background <laughs> of the shot. But yeah, like I had, I talked to Kevin Smith there. I like told him my whole story of like how I lost weight and, um, he gave me like, he gave me a hug and he seemed like he was like genuinely moved and like almost like Kevin Smith is also kind of famous for like crying about I got a lot of stuff and he seemed like he was going to do that. And he's like, Oh, thanks man. I'm glad my bad decisions could help you make good decisions. <laughs> so, and then they gave me like a hug. So it was that, that was kind of like my thing like that. But, uh, that's, I think that's really cool that she was like that. And like, just from like other people that I've seen at conventions too, like when Michael Rosenbaum came to Phoenix comic-con years ago, he had, he'd spent like, I think 20 or 30 minutes of his, panel talking about Carrie Fisher because I think that might I think that might have been the year that she had passed away mm -hmm. so he he basically and he was wearing if people are watching the video of this he was wearing a shirt that the photo of our backdrop for this episode is of with her on pause your hand. podcast go over to YouTube check it out yeah it's it's, it's the photo of of <laughs> Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia with her hands on her, her neck if you you know the photo if you find it um, but yeah he spent like 20 minutes you know it if you can find it <laughs> I was like just talking about like her and him having conversations about like mental health and like how much because I think they were neighbors for a while too so like how much like she helped him with like with his own mental health and whatnot so he was just saying how awesome she was and how just a, like a good person she was so I like the fact that not only is she like a hero to people because of playing Princess Leia in these movies and what that character represents, but what her as a person represented and everything that she stood for and like wanted to, you know, like break stigmas on people talking about mental health and whatnot. And like all three of us like Ted Lasso, that's why we, we liked that show too, because it brought mental health into the like forefront and like oh, the show yeah. even, even went to the, the white house to like make mental health, like more of a thing that people can talk about there too. Uh, and then for people, you, you brought up her family too, <laughs> is that for people that may not know, like her mom was, was Debbie Reynolds, who was singing in the rain uh, among many other things, many other things, Hollywood <laughs> royalty. And then they like passed away with like in a month of each other to, or, day. Yeah. Like Debbie a day. Reynolds was, passed was, away the next day. It was very quick. Which I feel like with my mom i know like if like say if my sister or i were to do that before she did that that would probably be the the same thing um but that, that just shows like how they were I, very and close I, ha and I haven't seen some of those documentaries yet but i i need to check some of those out that they yeah did about bright lights i think it is about the two of them on hbo or max or whatever it's called it's yeah. really, really good. It was filmed not too long before they passed away. Highly recommend because they lived right next door to each other. Nice. Max, mm -hmm. the, the home of HBO. The home uh, of HBO. <laughs> Max, now streaming. Yeah, you know. 
And then so why does my remote still say HBO? Damn it. Yeah. yeah, just why did that change? <laughs> they got rid of the recognizable part of the name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, and then Billy Lord. Uh, once we get into the sequel trilogy, Carrie Fisher's daughter herself has been in the Star Wars films too now as well, actress in her own right. So I think, and then for me, I was I'm just gonna say my favorite role of hers, uh, non Star Wars, would would have been in the Burbs, because um, I liked her alongside Tom Hanks in that film too. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we talked about Kevin Smith a little bit too when she showed up in James Bond: Off Strike Back and. Oh. Um, <laughs> among other so good. cameos of like what you said too so sex in the city cameo she's great yeah. on that just everything everything yeah. she owned every she... role she had yes. and she just made it her own and she was genuine that's you don't get that very much like i haven't met anyone i consider a hero one because of i don't take the opportunity that hurts. two fear that hurts my yeah <laughs> Like I'm afraid that I meet them and they'd be like piss off. So it's like, I, why, why go through that? I also haven't right. taken any opportunities to do that. Closest thing to a celebrity I met was Jeff Dye, a comedian. I performed with him, and I didn't recognize him, and that hurt his feelings. Oh shit! <laughs> Oops. But to be fair, it was like my third month being a stand-up in the middle of New York, and he was just opening at the Funny Bone. So oh, not opening, but performing there, and they, this is my second time performing there. And I, so sitting there, I was in my acts, just being like, "I gotta remember this. I gotta remember this." And he walked in. I was like, "Hey, hey, I'm this so and so." And he goes, "And I'm like, that's who I am. Who are you?" And he goes, walked out. Guy doesn't know who I am. And, but I hung out with him afterwards for a little bit. He was cool at the end. Nice. But yeah, Carrie Fisher. I remember her. Jay and Silent Bob really. Outside of this, you could say, uh, I remember her from Hook because she was uncredited in that. Oh, yeah. I watch Hook a lot. Scream 3, I, I should remember her from that. But Which, funny enough, she's in Scream 3. Jane Silent Bob are in Scream 3. Technically, that's supposed to be part of Scream 3, I guess, is part of the VSQ universe, or what is it, the VSQ multiverse, then, I guess? Because it's. I don't, I don't know. Well, Scream 3 came out first, so. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Either way, like, she could have not done these roles. She could have been like, I'm above this. Mm-hmm. But she didn't. She's like, I know, like, unfortunately, I know what I'm famous for, so I got to play into it a little. Play I, into it and play the opposite. Right. Mm-hmm. And the fact that um, she doctored up the Star Wars script to make it her own, to make it more believable. No one else did that. So I remember there being like a, I don't remember like a specific like a, a making of or like behind the scenes thing too, but I just remember it being like a funny thing where like in that first film, with like what she's wearing in that, and I don't know if this is gonna sound gross because I'm talking about it, but mm-hmm. where you like, talk about it. Can no, we talk about it? <laughs> Do you guys know what I'm gonna talk about? I think how George Lucas convinced her not to wear a bra because they don't yeah, wear them in space. Cause they don't wear them yeah. in space. And cause you could, you could see that she was wearing a bra like under the, but I, this, like how she told the story, I thought it was funny. Cause it was like very like within like how Carrie Fisher would tell the story. So I just thought 
Um, she's like, well, there, there you go, George. I'm not, I'm not wearing one now. <laughs> so, but just like Have laughing you seen at it. anything where Lucas comments on Carrie Fisher. I've never, I don't know if I've seen any interviews or snippets or quotes from anything he said about her. I probably have, but I like drunk. watching her roast everybody else more, True. to be honest with you. I agree. At the award curious. ceremony, when she talks about that, about not being able to wear underwear in space. And it's, I think it was, what was it, like the AFI something with something George Lucas it. and Spielberg? It was something oh, like yeah. that. But she gets up there and she talks about it. She said, you know, and I slept with you to get that part. And if that <laughs> wasn't you, then who the hell was that guy? Like, it's just so good. Like... Oh, just the 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 comedic timing and mm -hmm. being able to laugh at yourself is oh Jeez. she's just so good. Yeah. So and then when when we got into the sequel trilogy more recently, and we got to see her coming back, uh, Harrison Ford coming back, and Mark Hamill coming back. Uh, before you saw. Force Awakens when that came out, was there anything you were specifically kind of like anticipating or wanting to see with Leia with within that first film that maybe you, you did get to see and then I guess that you may have didn't get to see unfortunately just because of her untimely passing before the trilogy was able to to end. I wanted to see more of her leadership just her leading the troops and more of that. And I love that she grew into that and wasn't just a princess, but a general. I thought that was so badass. Um, I, and I've cried at every star Wars movie that comes out. As soon as it starts, I'm crying. Like I brought <laughs> tissues over here in case I start crying Not every single one. I cry. I cry at the end of return. Of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm a mess. <laughs> I'm, and I, this is how you can tell I'm crying in a movie is because I put my hands over my face and I'm just sitting there like this. <laughs> That's what I tell people when I go to the movie. I'm like, if you see me doing this, I'm just crying and I don't want people to hear me. Don't make it weird. You can acknowledge <laughs> it and then keep watching the movie. Don't make me feel self-conscious. So sit there like this. I'm like crying into my hands ever so softly. So I wanted to see her and Han back together um, again. I wanted <laughs> to see what they were all doing now. And it was such a big deal. Like I remember seeing the trailers at I think Comic-Con. Um, and it was, I was a mess. I was crying at the freaking trailers. Um, but I was curious to see what were their roles now, then, yeah. um, when they weren't necessarily the young leads. Um, so I really wanted to see more of her leadership. And what is she doing now? Of course, kicking ass. And I wanted to see more of, of her dynamic with Han. And how did they deal with all of that? What were they, mm -hmm. where were they now compared to where they were then? That, that was really what I wanted. I was just happy we were going to see them again, honestly. I was like, cool, more Star Wars? We get to see them again? Hell yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I would have liked to see, like, if I think about the Han Solo-Leia relationship, it kind of doesn't make sense that they were together in my head. It feels like she was too strong for his bullshit. Like, she wouldn't put which, up which with it. Which is kind of why they're not together by the time well no like i don't even think they would have, like in my head i didn't expect them to even have a family like i mean it makes sense that they weren't together because han maybe, really maybe didn't that's show why growth. kylo's so effed up it's possible therapy space yeah. therapy uh just, that was like one takeaway i was like this doesn't make sense to me like i feel like leia's too strong for 
But again, everyone makes mistakes, I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah. I would have loved to see just more middle area between the time gap between where we ended with Jedi and where we end up with Force Awakens. Mm. There's a huge gap, and I understand why there's a huge gap because that's how long it was. <laughs> but uh, the, nothing Leia specific, just more of how they got to where they were. Mm. Like when Obi Wan kicked off and became Leia centric, not Luke centric, I was over the moon. I couldn't have been happy with that choice because yeah. I was out, looped out. It was looped out, like, okay. so. And it kind of gives more of a reason why they named their their kid Ben uh, when they did have Kylo. Right. Yeah, love that. She was great. I loved it. I was so like you. I was so excited that it was little Leia running around and being a little sass factory. Like, mm -hmm. yes, it's right. consistent. We love that. I thought the actress was great. I loved all of that. I thought it was great. Yeah. And I and I have to assume that Carrie Fisher probably would would have given her the stamp of approval too after watching that. I would hope so. I would. I feel like she would. Not that yeah. I'm a Carrie Fisher whisperer, but I feel like she would. <laughs> all right. I feel Be like here's how you insult them even more. <laughs> you know, like hundred percent. You want to know some bad words? Like a hundred. I just feel like she would have been teaching her bad words in Call the best way possible. Yeah, I, th I think there's like something like in one of like the first two or three episodes where like that that like other like douchey kid was like being a jerk to her and just like or like something about like droids and she's like i, I guess that means i don't need to respect something along the lines like i guess lower, that doesn't mean lower mean i don't need to yeah don't need to respect talking to you then either so it's like ooh, was, sick yeah. burn <laughs> uh also flea also you know we want to be good old flea needles what did you uh, want to see more of or not see i think i would have i i would have liked to i guess see the the three of them together yeah which i guess technically wouldn't have happened ever since spoiler han dies in force awakens what luke dies in the last jedi and then Does he like kind of no one no one's ever really gone he's just kind of hey. like forces himself to disappear yeah oh, are we going to talk about the last jedi or is that an, a time for another episode we can we can talk about it. i mean the show is called the hold of maneuver <laughs> okay well you know i didn't know if it was like a specific i'm just Not asking yeah i mean we can no, talk about nothing's out of bounds uh the only thing i was gonna say is that i i know originally the the plan was for rise of skywalker to be much more very very leia centric where like like how force awakens was kind of more or less like han was mm -hmm. like you know the, the the old class and that like passing on in that and then and then Luke Luke. was so un unfortunately with how it came out in real life the two people that were still alive in real life <laughs> were the people that passed within the movies and then the one that passed in real life was the one that was still alive yeah so that was kind of, that was rough watching yeah. that without her being oh were you crying i was crying i might start crying again yeah <laughs> uh, and i mean 
hands like hats off to them too for being able to repurpose stuff that jj abrams had shot for force awakens and reusing it in such a way for rise of skywalker that it kind of made sense with and like and what they could do with it mm -hmm. uh but i don't know i'm glad and i, I i'm so glad that they didn't just i was so scared the beginning of that movie it was just going to be she dies off screen right. that they were going to do her dirty like that i was so nervous and i knew it was coming oh i'm gonna start crying i knew it was coming <laughs> but i was so scared it was going to be beginning of the film oh she died off screen because that would have been bullshit after everything she'd been through but the way that they closed out her story with saving her son like that's what yeah. she would do as a mother 100 percent. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm crying. I just thought like that was so, ooh, okay, we're good. I just thought that was such a good, with what they had and yeah. what they could put together for that, I thought that that was a beautiful ending for that character. And I, I have to assume that that scene would have been similar, uh, that like where Han like appears to, to Kylo in that, it just would have been, Leia instead of Han. Yeah. Uh, but obviously. Uh, One thing I will say that drove me absolutely insane was when she gets rocketed out of the ship and then just comes back into the ship. Hey, I like that. I did. I was she's just like, the, she's using the. I, I, I thought it was cool. I I can see the, the that side of it, but me personally was just like, no, come on. Yes. Yes. Come on. <laughs> I, I did not buy into that. I, like that. I love when she comes back in and bandages with the blaster and is like, you mother. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, there she is. Like, oh, yeah. I also like in Rise of Skywalker when they do kind of like a little bit of a flashback in that with like showing Luke and, and Leia like and like Luke training her. Yes. And like kind of giving her that backstory and like essentially Leia being the most powerful in a way because she just chose to give it up so that she could, you know, do what she needed to, but mm. she considered to be more important than, you know, learning the ways of the force and stuff. Cause she had more critical things that she wanted to take care of, like trying to take care of Kylo or sorry, Ben at that point. Um, <laughs> do so we I, think Luke was a stickler for the rules? Like, you got to give up all personal possessions, no romantic well, entanglements, no. According to at least what Luke is doing to Grogu in, in Mando or in would, would Mando like that and Book of Boba Fett, it seems like he's kind of like that. That seems like that would be around that time. No, it's ish. I don't think he was going to tell his sister what she should right. not or should do. I think he'd be I like, she wouldn't have listened to many. <laughs> She wouldn't have listened to him anyways. Exactly. I don't think, uh, you know, she even says, I'll, you'll do as I tell you. I don't think there was going to be any bossing her around. 100%. Yeah. And 100%. he tried to kill her kid. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we I get mean, it. It's it's easy to see why Ben became Kylo when and you see that he had a dad that was, like, never there. Mm -hmm. uh, his uncle tried to kill him while he was sleeping. <laughs> Because he had he had one bad premonition about him, but he gave his he gave his grandpa gave Kylo's grandpa all all these these past. He's like, there's good in him. I can change him. He's good. He's cool. Kylo, Kylo uh, I got a bad vibe. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill him right now. 
I'm just turn my lightsaber on while I sleep in. I'm going to kill <laughs> Oh, wait. No. Change my mind. Not going to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was his, was his dad. I don't know. I, I get it. I can understand it. I don't agree with it, but I can understand it. It's like, that's my dad. You're just, you're just my nephew. <laughs> you're not my son. I mean, you're just my nephew. I can understand from a nephew standpoint wanting to just like, mm. just but you don't do you. it. <laughs> oh, sometimes they, when they get going, you just want to punt them. He didn't go through with it. I've never pulled a knife on my nephew. Oh, you should try it sometime. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they, they may pull one on me, but my daughter's pulled one on me. She didn't know what she was doing. She kicked the bathroom door open and was holding a meat cleaver laughing. That's what she says. That's it went like this says. and then ran away. Like I didn't even know we I had didn't a meat know what cleaver. I was doing, Dad. <laughs> Too many horror movies. Too many. Too many. So she has psycho moments when she's helping me cook. She'll take a knife out. I'm like, ha ha. I'm like, oh my lord. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good thing I'm a light sleeper. <laughs> so <laughs> Compared to compared to what so what we did get for what we got for like resolution of Leia as compared to what would you have liked like in a in a perfect world where Carrie Fisher was still alive and they got to shoot the film as they wanted to what would you have liked to have seen happen as a full resolution to Leia for episode nine. Or did you like the resolution that we got and would you just kind of liked to keep it that way even if she was still with us? Oh, I think it would have been cool to see her just holding a lightsaber and just to... One time? Just once. Just once. And and to make it make sense in a scene. But God, that would have been cool. Um, <laughs> to see more of, more of her in the Force I, I think would have been really, really cool. Um... But the ending, it's hard to picture something else. I don't know if I would have written something differently because I'm I'm kind of in the consensus of, like, and this might be a little controversial, I'm not a writer. These stories are not my stories to write. I don't do fan fiction. I know people that do, and bless you, that's your thing. It's not my thing because I'm not a writer. But I see it as these are our stories to consume. They're not our stories to write unless we are in charge of that. And how do you put yourself in charge of this, knowing that somebody's <laughs> gonna hate it no matter what? Like, I think there could have been different choices for sure for the movie I would have done overall, especially Rise of Skywalker is my least favorite of the new trilogy. I love The Last Jedi. I will die on that hill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it's the best one. I will die on that hill. It is in my top three favorite Star Wars movies. I will defend that till my last breath, but I don't know if I can picture anything different with her, like a different ending. I think it would have been great to see her at the premiere, um, but as for her character, I can't really picture a different ending. I just thought that was the most motherly thing that she could do for her son. It just, it, it like, I don't know. I can't picture anything else and that's okay that just means i can't come up with something better and that's okay one, one thing i think i would have written if i had the choice 
was like a moment between her and Luke where she's like, cut the shit. Like, get over it. Like, we need you. <laughs> but Oh, like in one of the earlier? Yeah, nothing from how she went out. I can't change that. Like, they did the best with what they had, and it worked for what they needed. But for an extra bonus thing, something between her and Luke where she's just like, what is your problem? Like, mm. I understand, like, what happened, but, like, get over it. More like sibling, like, hey, right. knock it off, you dumbass. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think I that's another thing that. I, yeah. I would change, too, is... Kind Slap of the blue milk like, out of his mouth and be like, the <laughs> "That Pull I would have like together." To, to like, yeah, to see like a little bit more interaction between, like, I know the new trilogy was like, you know, it was Poe, Finn, and Ray. And was like, it Finn though? I mean, it was supposed to be at, <laughs> yeah. at one point. Like, was it? He, he kind of got effed over a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, which hopefully. They're, they're able to have him come back for Ray's New Jedi Academy movie. Because I don't know how... Of convincing. I don't know how canon those Lego <laughs> specials are. Like, Well, and, if you go by what Bob Iger said, everything's canon now. Yeah. Or if I you go finally by just canon. saw the Halloween one. Oh, the terrifying the tales. tales? Of ter yeah, I finally just yes. saw that the other day. Sorry, I, I'm not trying to interrupt, but that was we one of the funniest it. things I've ever seen. The Legos... <laughs> As like the debris in the background, I lost my mind. And Luke swapping out his hair. Oh yeah. Were some of the funniest things I've ever seen. And the Wookiee's paw, and it's the Lego hand. I those were three of my favorite comedic moments ever <laughs> in anything. I died laughing. Like I it was great. I just had to put that in there. I finally saw one and it was amazing. I'm a huge proponent of more comedy in Star Wars. It needs it. Yeah, it worked. We, we talked we did the the summer vacation one. Uh, where Scarif. Weird Al shows up as Weird Al on Scarif. That's like one of our most <laughs> viewed episodes of Hold'em Maneuver for some reason, random. But Weird Al effect. He makes everything that, better. And that one, with the story of that one, is set after Rise of Skywalker, and it's like Finn wanting Ray to train him to, to be a Jedi, and like him being all upset, like that they're going their separate ways, that like he's not going to see Poe, he's not going to see Ray, and whatnot. So. I think that I almost think that would be kind of interesting if that's what they did with Ray mm -hmm. and him and the, that the new okay. thing. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like it was like summer beach party. There's some good jokes something. in there. It's yeah, it's like it's one of the, the Lego specials that's on Disney Plus. Brilliant. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I, I think what I was there's saying a is missed just opportunity that, in there. I think. That because I think I, I would have liked to, it's to a trap see... play on words, they ruined it, but I remember correctly. Right. That I, I would have liked to see a little bit more, maybe of just Leia, Han, and Luke together at, at one point because as, yeah. as it is, like they were never on screen ever together in the, the sequel trilogy. So I think that's like uh, their relationship, though, in a way, yeah. Yeah, like at this point, like within like thirty years later. So as Han never as really we, wanted to be a father brother figure to him. He was more like, yeah, there you are That's in true. my ship. But I can see that wanting to That's see true. more of them together. Okay, question for you yeah. guys. Uh oh. Ooh, because it's Leia. But do you feel like she was the only one to grow, and that 
Luke and Han both did not grow. She was the only character that had growth. Yes. Because Han did not. He regressed even Luke. I don't know if he regressed or anything. He just kind of became stagnant old man. Get off my lawn. I think Han did kind of regress. Definitely like almost like where like he couldn't like handle like essentially staying within the responsibility that he ended up being by the end of Return of the Jedi and then with being a dad and being with Leia and he's like, oh, I, I, I gotta go back to being a smuggler and doing all that. Go back to what I know. With Chewie. That, right. That, that's, that, that's what I'm good at. I'm gonna just leave my kid, leave my wife, I'm gonna go do what I need to do. Uh, and then... That's why I, I, I wish we had with, that middle story like somewhere. Yeah. Animate it, for Christ's sake. I think we'll, Yeah. That they'll probably do it eventually because they 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 are filling in like all these like gaps in between. They've already kind of exhausted the pre New Hope Clone Wars era of doing animated series and live action series there. Now they're starting to fill in that gap here with like Luke with Legos. And Mando and Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah, they can do it with Legos too. Uh but yeah, like with like Luke. Luke kind of went like on this like a similarish like story path that Obi Wan did, in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't having to you know hide a kid; he was more hiding from a kid. Um, yep. <laughs> but doing the same thing, doing what he knows. Himself into exile, mm-hmm. yeah, cutting himself off from the Force, like Obi Wan had to. Uh, so he's he essentially regressed into Obi Wan. <laughs> of a new hope. Yeah. Um, and exactly. Then, and then, yeah, just cause he didn't, he almost like he couldn't feel like he couldn't live up to like what the legend of right. Luke Skywalker was. Um, and then what's all, what's all kind of cool about last or sorry, not yeah. Last Jedi too, is like, he, he says this whole thing. He's like, Oh, you want me to go out there with the laser sword and like take on the entire, uh, first order myself. And then yes. like that entire like thing that he said, he does, he does do that. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I mean, I, I like that whole kind of story progression that like Luke goes through. I do. I'm not, I don't like a lot of the, some of the stuff that with him in rise of Skywalker, cause it feels like it then regresses him back to before to where he got to in last Jedi mm-hmm. for, but, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll eventually have to revisit Last Jedi as as its own full episode again, because uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and obviously, like I said, we we our show is called the Holy Maneuver. But is there yeah. any? Well, Leia definitely in- had more growth than the other two, because she was more of an adult than the other two in the end. Even she at the beginning, uh, too. Yeah. So it's just she didn't go off smuggling or live in a cave throw your ship throw your vehicle in the water in a fit of rage and she had to hold it down at home she always had to be responsible mm-hmm. and maybe if we're saying the stuff with han doesn't make sense like why would they get together cuz he was irresponsible she never got to be that's my right. thought that it was very attractive because he got to be everything she never got to be and sometimes we pick the bad boys <laughs> doesn't mean it's our best choice but it happens right. And also Harrison Ford back then, please, who wouldn't pick him? Just saying. I still would now and he's 80. I don't care. But. Him and his earring. 
hottest 81 year old on the planet. It's great. <laughs> Wrapping up here at the end, uh, just kind of final thoughts on, um, on Leia as, as they wrap out for this episode. Any last thing that uh, you don't think that, that we may have said that you want people to, to either know about Carrie Fisher or Leia as we wrap out? Um, I am glad that the character exists, that she has been a role model for kids since the movie came out and then those kids' kids and their grandkids and that she's an enduring character. And I've looked up to her for all of my life. I mean, my, and it's kind of feels like a scary place to talk about it, but my Hebrew name is actually Leia and it's spelled L-E-I-A pronounced Leia like in the Torah, nice. but because of her. Um, so that's cool. And I am just so glad that this character exists in media and that little girls and little boys and little kids everywhere can look up to her and go, cool. That's somebody that I can aspire to be. That's somebody that even though Carrie is no longer with us, her art is, and her characters are, and her writing is, and what a gift. What a gift we've been given. Indeed. That's my last thought. Just grateful. I'm grateful for Leia and for Carrie Fisher. <clears throat> well, I can't say anything better than that, so I'm not going to add anything to it other than, yes, I agree. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if anyone else played Princess Leia, would we be talking about her? Could anyone else have delivered the same type of performance that Carrie did? So I'm thankful for Carrie Fisher for having the performance of Princess Leia and giving her the respect the character deserved and giving her the treatment the character deserved and making the character as iconic as it is today. Because someone else could have went in there and just phoned it in. Mm -hmm. And they did. Like, we got Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. My favorite Nepo baby. And I say that with all the love in the world, but she is my favorite Nepo baby. Followed by Jamie Lee Curtis. My favorite <laughs> Nepo babies. Grateful for both of them. <laughs> I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. So that is going to do it for episode Lix, L-I-X 59. Uh, hey. hey an, episode, an episode, yeah, an episode Roman that Carrie Fisher herself would probably enjoy. Uh, so where can people find you online by okay well that's yeah my website is vosuperhero.com that's vo as in voiceover not bo as in body odor uh it can sound that's a little weird site. over audio uh but if you google voiceover superhero you'll find me i have spent years building that brand so really easy to find me like that connect with me everywhere you know it's cool nice throw spritz throw glitter at her yeah, yeah, purple glitter, preferably, just like Carrie did. Nice. Like, you know what they, they say about glitter, right? It gets it everywhere. It's Cracks, the, folds. It's the, the herpes <laughs> of arts and crafts. The herpes of arts and crafts. It's I thought true. you were going to say it's coarse Unless and it's, it's irritating, but okay. Could have went that way. Well, I mean, that too. But <laughs> yeah, once it's on you, you can never get rid of it. Uh, but. For the hold maneuver, you can find us. Uh, just go to if you search hold a pod basically on Twitter, uh, Blue Sky, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, YouTube, or just go to Linktree forward slash hold a pod. You can find all the, the holdo pod related things there. Uh, and then 
you can also find myself and Mike at all of those places just by our first and last names. And then our editor, Bacter, is also all of those places <laughs> at his last name. At, at just be careful searching my the, name. Oh, I'll say that. Yeah, just yeah. You might you might find uh, Mike's dad, a, a racist he's got, old man. He's got this the same. He's got the same exact name, different middle initial, uh, but just look for the J with with <laughs> the Mike that's on this show. I mean, there there are other for, there are other Michael Sorens out there, but I don't know what they're like. I just they're know not my dad you. Is. So, they're not cool. What we're very is heavily search, on social media. Facebook search Michael Soren hold a pod then you'll definitely find this Michael Soren uh, and then also if you want to email us you can email us at holdapod at gmail.com but as always we are grateful to George Lucas for creating the Star Wars universe oh dear thank the maker <laughs>